All right. This is Roundtown Revolt. This is Joel's here with Logan. Hello. This is, I guess we're just going to go ahead and call this seasons because, uh, and start a new season every year. Season, why not? New year, new season. Yeah. So this is our season two, episode one. So when we were originally going to record, it was our like anniversary of our first publish, but like usual fashion, the last couple mm-hmm. months, we've been pushing off the recording date. So we didn't record on the day after the anniversary, but oh well. We'll live. We'll live. We're here now, but we were gone for a little bit. Uh, in that last episode we recorded, I don't know if it was obvious, but I was losing my voice because I had just been sick. You were, uh, and then I lost my voice for two fucking months. I didn't. So from November to like January, no voice. Kind of hard to report, record a podcast when you can't talk. Exactly right. I was like, "Damn, I want to stream and record a podcast so bad, but I have no voice because I was pissed because of what was happening in politics at the time, and I couldn't talk about it." You know, oh, we missed my- so much shit, like Kanye and the Nazi shit. All but right, that's all right. We're back. We're here now. Yep, we're back. We're we here now. Definitely know what's going on, you guys. Like we know what's going on. Like we're on it. <laughs> um Yeah, so an update from our last episode though. We were talking about House Joint Resolution six stuff. And in the lame duck session, Brian Stewart tried to push that through really hard. And he sent a a um an email to his colleagues in the Republican Party basically saying like the importance of it because of issues coming up with redistricting and abortion, how Mm -hmm. people are going to be trying to put those on the ballot with a citizen led initiative. So it's important to get the 60% threshold approved sooner rather than later. Basically admitting that it was about those issues and not less so much about the Special yeah. interest groups. Yeah, the re- the reason that he gave for it, like we pretty much immediately had called, is like BS. And yeah, yeah, and we were right. Way to like lock out abortion and shit. Like, and uh, I was right too. That he even name dropped Center for Christian Value and a higher right to life in that email. So I, I was right there that you know those special interest groups, okay, liberal ones, progressive ones not so much and just other ones in general like you know i don't you know but something good did happen in the lame duck session they did pass the aaron's law bill that we were talking about in the last episode that's that's one of those ones that were like that was like a cartoonishly common sense bill (laughs) like and the center for christian value was holding that one up yeah but luckily, a Republican signed on to it and, you know, pushed yeah, it. If, I think if, it was if, Bill Seitz that pushed it. Like, if you guys, like, if, if anyone out there, like, is listening and is somewhat sympathetic to, like, the Christian worldview, and you are kind of, like, you can't figure out, like, why, like, like liberals or whatever are, like, so hostile 
to like Christianity as a whole. It's almost entirely the political stuff that uh, certain Christian groups get involved in. Like it's almost always poison. Like there's just not a lot of like, like Americans for Christian families, like just isn't lobbying to expand food stamps for poor families. Like, do you know what I mean? It's always locking down abortion, uh, defending conversion therapy, uh, uh, firing teachers. Like, it's always some like anti-same sex marriage the, type shit. Yeah, like in the political realm. Yeah, I'm, if you've got like a lib church, great, wonderful. I'm happy for you. <laughs> like, it, good, good job. Um, but just like in the in the in the common arena where everybody is like you know, sort of forced to deal like Christians don't look good. Um, you know, and it, and it is unfortunate because I, I think that there is a uh, kind of a cool radical message to be found in, you know, traditional Christianity, but. Well, so this is just completely off topic and off script of what we had like kind of pre-planned, but. I saw a topic discussion about somebody getting in a debate with a Christian about hell. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, like, an omnipotent, benevolent God wouldn't uh, send people to hell. Yeah. And that's the argument that somebody like Richard War kind of has, is that mm-hmm. an omnipotent, benevolent, loving being isn't going to send people to hell. And, like, I don't know, he's got other things that he's posted, like... Hell is kind of what we make it. Like, if we make life here hell, then, like, we're in hell, and then you go to Well, hell. and that's but, the, um... But there was, like, an old pope that did the same point to where, like, like every day St. Peter asked him what he wanted. And, like, every day he would just tell St. Peter what he wanted, and he'd give it to him. And then, like, that went on for, like, eternity... Until he like flipped out and told Saint Peter that like hell is really bo- or heaven is really boring, and Saint Peter was like, "You're not in heaven." Like, <laughs> and it was like, uh, "Hell is just where you get what you want, but heaven is where you get what God wants for you." Yeah, which is a little, which okay, you know what? That's a better outlook. But if I'm being honest about it, that's a little fashy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know I mean? Yeah. 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 So like. I don't know, like, with that whole thing, though, Richard Ward is considered a heretic among Christians. Like, he's a Franciscan. Yeah. Okay. So he's a Franciscan, but his views generally put him in that light. And I'm like, the dude understands it. The other people don't. But, you know, whatever. That's a side. Um, I just wanted to cover some... What else do you have uh, planned for us today? Let's. I wanted to just touch on some quick politics drama stuff that's been happening, like just quick little hits. Um, I'll do my best not to derail us too hard. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. If you do, you do. It's, it just happens. <laughs> uh, so, so this is what the rabbi Ben Solomon has to say about that. Um, <laughs> but some of these topics too, we're probably going to cover later because, like, mm-hmm. the next one, especially like the next tidbit so elon musk acquired twitter since we've been gone and immediately what a joy ride that has been it's been amazing um (laughs) 
So a bunch of far right people got let back on the platform that were formerly banned and blocked uh, from having access. And then the left started getting purged for various things because Elon Musk started sucking ass to Ian Miles Chong, Andy No, uh, Libs of TikTok, yeah. all those motherfuckers. Just professional liars. Yeah, professional grifters. Just, you know? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm going to you liar. Like, they're liars. They yeah, lie. Yeah. For True. Money. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, I got a side. Grift. Anyway, cunning there. These, well, these shit. They've been letting neo Nazis back on. Like they let on Andrew Anglin, who's a neo Nazi that used to be in Worthington, Ohio. Uh, really? Yeah. Then uh, they let back on Nick Fuentes recently, but then he immediately got banned because he's a fucking troll, griper asshole. Um. But I think we're gonna save this topic mainly for next week. But what was really funny is like Elon Musk came onto the platform as a free speech advocate and then immediately started banning lefties. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's not, well, it's kind of like that whole thing with the Lyceum, the original one. It's free speech for them, not for us. Ever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anytime, anytime someone is like advocating for free speech, they're almost always just at like. It's just they themselves just want to be able to say whatever they want without consequence. Like, because at the end of the day, no one no one is actually a free speech absolutist. Like, everybody, oh, for everybody sure, no. has... Nobody's like, no, you should be able to shout fire in a crowded theater. Like, that is free speech absolutism. <laughs> like, like it, it, the minute you start making concessions for common sense, well, then you're not an absolutist anymore. Yeah. Like... Because his thing was like, would be in violent speech. You know? Yeah. And like, the thing is, is I don't think, like, I don't think we should, like, allow people to advocate for crimes. And I'm a person that does kind of advocate for crimes sometimes. (laughs) I'm like, no, people should be murdering these people, or you should be burning these buildings down. (laughs) Like, you know, but like, I I, I don't condone violence on this podcast. we don't <laughs> we don't that is correct <laughs> as a collective we do not uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna edit these out <laughs> My, um, uh, was violence is great in Minecraft um, yeah yep next so with that free speech absolutism that's not really absolutism people were getting banned and then they started flocking to Mastodon and other alternative platforms and then once you started sharing those links to those platforms, Twitter would flag them and like stop letting people post the links to these other sites. Like, so it was just a complete clusterfuck. Um, next little story we got took 15 votes for Kevin McCarthy to be elected speaker of the house. Oh, I remember After holding that. out that was like, that was the house like circus drama where like nobody could figure out how to like vote anymore. Yeah, like well, so you had Democrats holding out for Hakeem Jeffries, and then you had Republicans trying to push Kevin McCarthy, and then you had the uh, House Freedom Caucus pushing other candidates, mm-hmm. like between Jim Jordan and a few other people. Um. But what what kills me, dude, is you have Marcy Captor up in Ohio. Like I don't remember the exact district, 
but she's up in Ohio representing like Sandusky area. And I think maybe a little bit of Toledo. I don't remember her exact district. Right. Yeah. Um, so she's, but the Republicans in this gerrymander made it. So that was like a very red district. And she was like, if we could get a few Democrats to jump ship and work with McCarthy to elect speaker, then like she would have done that. Didn't happen in the end. McCarthy ended up catering to the house freedom caucus to finally get his vote. But that bipartisanship shit did happen in Ohio. And we'll get to that later. Man, that is a, that is a minimally, that is a minimally gerrymandered district right there. Ohio nine. Minimally. Yeah, that's not, it's really not that, like, I've seen some districts. This one's not that no, bad. I think they gerrymandered it to take it from a, like, it was a solid Democrat district, I'm pretty sure, uh-huh. and they switched it to a Republican leaning. Oh, no, like, I mean, like, that, like, the lines are clean. Like, I'm looking at Yeah, they at the are clean. They, I will give them credit. The lines are fairly clean. Like, at the very, like, it could just be that I'm getting used to, like, but this is where we, this is where we've said too. like, um, I don't know. I don't remember what I was going to say there. Never mind. Like I would probably, like if, if I was going to make a common sense map, I would probably cut out defiance and just wrap Bowling Green, Fremont, Toledo and Sandusky all into one district. But I mean, even as far as districts go, this one's not too bad. Um, Next tidbit of information, though, uh, George Santos and that cluster. Oh fuck. Boy. Have you seen any? <laughs> it's hard to keep a track of everything that's gone on there. I know he's uh, Jew-ish. Jew-ish? Yeah. He's also Wish supposedly it. joked about Hitler in the past, which I'm not at all surprised. Um, I feel like he's just a shit poster oh, that got elected to politics and his lies of shit posting caught up to him, I guess. Well, I mean, he's a Florida rep, right? No, New York. Oh, New York. Okay. Yeah. And how the Democratic Party did not fucking do any opposition research on this motherfucker. Like, you know, like, how is all this shit coming out after he got elected, dude? You know what I mean? My dude's a millennial. Huh? My dude's a millennial. He's our age. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's probably just a shit poster, dude. But he just, he lied, like, throughout all this shit posts. Like, half his stuff is just shit posting. Like, my mom died in 9-11 shit posts. Oh, 9-11. Okay, I'll vote for you. <laughs> but, like, because it was like, I think he was, like, losing it. I don't know. I don't want to quote something that it didn't happen. And oh, Literally, I googled George Santos. First thing, feds probing Santos' role in service dog charity scheme. Yeah. So- yeah, just a squeaky, a squeaky clean politician. <laughs> like, so there's a guy that, well, in that story, he was raising uh-huh. money for a GoFundMe, and then I guess like pocketed the money and didn't help the dog. You'd have to look into the story. There's, like I said, there's been so much shit with this guy that he's lied about and then come out about. He's even fucking done drag in Brazil. <laughs> like, yeah, I saw something where, like, and he lied like, about it. It's like, dude, you have a fucking picture right there. Like, just say, yeah, I dressed in drag. But of course, because they have this big scaremonger tactic against drag time story hours and shit, you know, you can't. 
Well, and then you have the like you have the same thing with like two years ago. That younger Republican <laughs> Congressperson was going to like going to orgies. Yeah, Madison going to Gawthorne. like all dude orgies. Like, and I don't process. think he was going to all dude orgies, but well, he was, there are he was, very there are videos the of Madison Cawthorn doing pretty gay shit for somebody he was going that's straight. To, he was going to sausage galas. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with being gay. Nothing wrong. Just don't be a hypocrite. That's all I'm saying. But that's the um, that's the that's the like that is the Republican politician ethos. Is like you you get power, and then you can do all of the stuff that we're keeping you from doing, and it'll be allowed. Oh, for sure. Like, that's it's why all, it's that's all why, like hierarchical. That's Whereas, why right wing like, right wing Christians have righteous abortions, dude. You're not allowed to have it because you're a slut. I'm allowed to have it because I'm a good Christian, and I just happen to get knocked up when somebody put yeah. it in. Oh, yeah. That's it's it's that's just what happens when you've got a worldview that that is that hierarchical. Oh, for sure. Is like, oh, well, like, I've got noblesse oblige, so I get to do all this. But you are a dumb peasant and have to live by all the rules. Like, um, next thing classified documents were found at Biden residences. Oh, my God. Okay. So they found documents there, but wait, after all this shit, and the FBI and the special counsel got immediately, like, put in place by the DOJ. Shit you not, they found documents at Pence's house, too. Yeah. I called it the second they found more documents at Biden's. That just, just search all politicians' houses for documents. Well, and I think a lot of people were blown out of proportion. Because, like... I think so, too. Like, the thing is, is every... Like, this happens literally every administration. Like, it happened to Obama. It happened to Clinton. It happened to both Bushes. It happened to... Like, the thing that was weird is that, like, Trump... Like when DOJ was like, "Hey, can you give us those classified documents back?" He was like, "No, for two like, months." And that's and, why and they like, raided his ass, dude. Yeah. For two months. <laughs> There's a reason they raided his ass. Maybe if you cooperate for once, isn't that their fucking motto? That's literally all. Like all he had to do was be like, "Whoopsie Daisy, here you go," and it would have been dropped. Like, but instead he was like trying to sell nuclear secrets to the Saudis and shit. <laughs> Like, it was just, like, just the most Trump yeah, shit. Yeah, it was like, in his guest room at Mar-a-Lago, for fuck's yeah. sakes. But somebody in our Lyceum brought up a very good point, that, like, part of the problem is our classification system, too. Like, we just over-classify everything. Yeah, I mean, and we could probably use a little bit more transparency, like, in the government, anyway. I understand like, why you can't, though, because of the whole international global politics well, thing, but... There's, there's, like, the thing is, is you really only... The only thing that you need to keep secret are things for operational security. Don't want to, you know, out your spies and shit. And then also, like, fucking... If we plan on, like, betraying some country in a war or some shit. But, like, there's... Like, so much, like, for way too long, we've let a lot of our institutions just be like, oh, you can't know this for security reasons. And, like, nobody double checks it. Like, no one is like, well, what do you mean? Like, we don't have a... Oh, for sure. I do think there should be transparency, for sure. And the thing is, is, like, if you come up with rules where it's just like, okay, it needs to meet this criteria 
to remain qualified to be for national. You can't just be like national security. Because you know what? At the end of the day, maybe the nation should be a little insecure sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like maybe, like, maybe we should, like, like, if you leave the barn door open, you leave the barn door open. Like, I really only care about, like, the lives and safety of individuals and, like, people that, like, live in it. Like, I don't, like, I don't care if, like, the administration gets egg on its face because they want to hide the fact that they accidentally bombed a funeral or some shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't, like, and while, sure, that does kind of, like, lower our standing in the international scene, like, I don't give a shit. We, like, we elected Donald Trump. Like, we can't, like, the bar is on the floor. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. So, I don't. Um, next topic that we're going to briefly cover was the culture war. There's been a few things here. Somehow we shifted to where the liberals are going to come take your gas stoves. Oh, Okay, I was hoping you would explain this to me because I saw it and like it confused me and I like immediately checked out. Um, they literally like think that because there's some green report saying that like the uh I don't remember the exact details, like it's like because so the green we need to get rid of certain type of gas stove. I like, heard gas stoves are in general bad for the environment is the is the gist that I'm yeah, getting out of it. Yeah. And then like Okay. The liberals are going to come take it to go green. This is literally like like someone puts out a scientific paper to where it's just like, hey, this is the thing that we're doing that's contributing to the continued destruction of the planet that we live on. And everyone's like, they want to take away your hamburgers. And it's just like, but homie, there hasn't been real beef in those fuckers for 20 years. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I heard this on NPR this morning, though, that there are cleaner, healthier. This is like their headline: cleaner, healthier, healthier gas burners were developed decades ago, but they're developed now. Like, or they just they didn't develop them, but we have that available, so we don't have to take your gas stoves. We just fucking use a better version. Of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Keep your gas stove, but have a better, like. Yeah. This was a greener. This was a thing, thing that um, weird leftists were also uh, freaking out about, if I remember, because they're like, "Oh my god, look at this!" They think that they're going to get something done by taking away gas stoves, and I sort of like chimed in and just was like, "You know what? Actually, if we got rid of all the gas stoves, then yes, yes, we would. No one's actually doing that, but your point that you're making." to look like to make other people look stupid would in fact function. Like if we got rid of like all gas stoves on the planet, like that would be a significant step forward toward like zero emissions because yeah. then like, yeah, we could put more shit on the grid. We could stress the grid. We could replace our energy grid, get more efficient lines, replace everything with nuclear, then use that as a transition. to do hundred percent renewables because like, like, there's so many people that just don't understand that, like, a part of the problem with our, like, the biggest problem with our energy infrastructure is just how fucking old, like, oh, our for sure. wires are. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, look, if we just, like, if we just, as a, as a country, you know what I mean? Just did five-year plans, like countries that function do, like, and just be like, hey, we're going to replace the electrical grid in this state, this state, and this state. And just do, 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 are, there would be two problems with that. One, uh, the companies that generate our electricity would all go bankrupt. Because they would only, like, people would only be buying, like, maybe a third of what they do now. Like, like half of our output or something absurd like that is just going to waste. Like, because the, like, the reason why we need such a high energy floor is just because of how inefficient all our shit is. And that's not even, like, me talking about, like, you individually having an old fridge that's literally like the the wires that go to your light box are old as crap. Um, if we buried all, a lot of our lines, we would stop ha- like the, we 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 wouldn't have to deal with the West Coast being on fire every two years as much. Like you know what I mean? Just yeah. little shit like that. I was also thinking if we buried the lines, like while you were talking about it, if we buried the lines, you wouldn't have to deal with wires snapping and storms and shit and constantly okay. replacing the same thing. Yeah. You know? Like, and you, like, sure, like, there's certain places where, like, along, like, you can't run a wire over a fault line, but, like, you're going to have, like, you're going to have earthquake problems in earthquake states anyway. Yeah. So it's like, meh. Um, and just today, DeSantis announced that he's giving tax credits for gas stoves because it's culture war shit. So, yeah, it's just nothing real. Like, that's some lib shit right there. Now, like, dude, like everything DeSantis does is just lib shit in reverse. Where it's just like, it's just like, we're going to get you a tax break. It's literally lib shit in reverse. Kamala Harris. That is some Kamala Harris bullshit right there. What is that? What is that? You, Santas, come on. You were supposed to be the new Trump. Oh, like, shit. You're supposed to be, supposed to be the, ne- like, you should be out here calling Joe Biden gay, like, and like, <laughs> threatening to beat people up. One, like, in your uh, tax break, a tax break. Come on. On man. gas stoves. Come on. On gas fucking stoves. How many people do you know have one of those these days? In I've Florida. Seen, in Florida. One. I've it, seen one gas stove. Dude, there's like the none. Years. I think there Everybody's was a, on electric now. I'm not sure the accuracy of this, but I'm pretty sure it's all 77% of Florida is on electric stoves. So yeah, like nobody's asking for this, and especially in Florida. And I don't why would you I don't know. Never mind. I'm like, I'm not going to be heating my house in Florida a lot. So I really don't think I need gas. You know what I mean? That's more of a Ohio thing. That's a cold Florida thing, not a Florida thing. Um, I mean, there's a little bit, there's a little speck of, uh, like there's a little speck of Appalachia, like on the tip of, like on the tip of Florida, but like, that's true. Um, like four guys like you know what i mean like so uh next quick tidbit thing 
Holy shit. So A&W mimicked a M&M's announcement where M&M's was like, we're going to quit doing these like spokes candies thing. I don't even know all this stupid drama around the M&M's culture war shit. Nobody's wanting like woke M&M's or anything. It's just fucking wild how these conservatives think that there's actually people are like, yeah, we're asking for this. Thanks. I think people, I think, I think they, I, I, I legit think they can't turn it off at this point. They can't. It's a. It's an addiction. It's like Tucker Carlson addiction. They watch Tucker flip out about candy or this shit or that shit. Well, A and W mimicked the uh, M and M's thing, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're like, our mascot has been pantsless for too long. We need to put pants on our bear mascot. And people are like, I can't believe that these woke liberals are offended by this. And I'm like, dude. Nobody's offended by this. And A&W just got a bunch of free fucking clout. A bunch I of people didn't even know A&W restaurants existed, let alone knowing the also, mascot existed. It should also probably be noted that A&W, like, that was a joke. Like, they were like... A hundred percent a joke. Like, it was... I like, don't know. Like, I don't like this. I like. I don't like that we treat brands like people now. And I don't like that Twitter makes it easier to do that fucking wendy's account broke the internet dude yeah like everyone's like ha, 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 wendy's is and then broken. everybody started mimicking wendy's and then it just went to shit and you're just sitting there like wendy's is running a fucking commercial on you you goddamn rube that's <laughs> yeah. a fucking commercial it's not roasting anyone <laughs> like, nobody is asking for these changes but all the comments are like land of likes butter. They got rid of the Indians, but took the land or kept the land. And I'm like, nobody literally asked for that shit either, dude. Like half oh, this shit, they people like, like they just got the big O as their thing instead of the instead of the like native woman. Yeah, the Native American woman. They have just the O now, and it's just. I'm just, I can't deal with this shit. These motherfuckers live in this world where they think like liberals are upset about this, that, and the other. And it's like, no, they're not, dude. Well, I mean, okay, woke liberals, yeah. Like, so quick topic about, (laughs) we're pissed some people off here probably, but the JK Rowling game coming out with the Hogwarts Legacy. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of people like, I'm not buying that game. My money's not going to support a turf, blah, blah, blah. Who gives a fuck, dude? Like, I don't. I consider myself non-binary. I don't give a fuck. Bitch is rich. Like we're not gonna fucking like what can the we? The game's do already that? sold a shit ton. It's a <laughs> drop in the bucket if I buy a sixty-dollar game. You know. Yeah, it just like all the all the people, <coughs> all of the Harry Potter people already gave like J.K. Rowling's already got your money. I already know <laughs> like twenty yeah. fucking people that bought the game. Are they all turfs and Nazis? No, they're not. I'm not going to go calling every fucking one of them a Nazi. That's dumb. You're losing yeah, people like, when you do that shit. Yeah, that's like weird. That's like weird. Like, this is all like suburban mindset. Like, it's all. It's just, that woke liberal like, mindset. Yeah. And whatever. Don't buy the game. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Don't tell other people that they can't buy it and they can't enjoy it. Like, I'm really looking forward to it just solely based on that it's Avalanche Studios, the people that made Just like, Cause. I feel like I could I feel like I could make a lot of money if I just do a not transphobic wizard school book. 
You probably could. Like I did. Like I just. I'm just gonna fuck. Like I'm just gonna copy Harry Potter. <laughs> well, I mean, Harry gonna be in your defense, <laughs> she just copied a bunch of other shit yeah. and took a bunch like, of shit from like, magic and like put it in there. <laughs> She's like, and then she just took the most bland, generic stereotypes that you didn't realize yeah. when you were a kid and put them in yeah. there, like Cho Chang being the only Asian person. Like, come yeah. on, man. <laughs> I don't even know if that's accurate. I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan, sure. even though I I'm look like sure Hagrid. The only Irish kid in Hogwarts was named, like, Seamus. I was like, yeah, come on. Yeah, it's baby. just... It's literally all that shit. The goblins being... But it's like, I'm not supporting it for that. Like, I'm not actually supporting the game. Fuck, I haven't even bought it. I don't know if I'm going to. I probably am, but that's... Whatever. But it's like, it's so silly to me to like... If you get this, you're a turf. Or you're supporting a turf, therefore you're a turf. Like... I... I don't know. I fucking... I just don't want to give that bitch air. Like... Don't give her clout. That's it. Just let her go enjoy yeah, her money in peace. She wrote like, ah, oh. that's the thing that really, really bothered me about her more than anything is that like, like in Britain, it is completely like once you hit that level, like it's completely like socially acceptable for you to just take your money and like live in your castle. Pretty much. Like, and just be a rich, weird old person that wrote children's book. Like, it's completely acceptable for you to just fuck off and, like, be, like, a witch. But no, she's gotta be, yeah, she's gotta be a witch and be a turf on Turf Island. She's gotta open up her mouth, like, every goddamn time. (laughs) God damn it. She's like, you will not silence me. It's like no one you're rich. No one can But I love how like Like, and the people are like, she's getting cancelled. She's not getting cancelled. She still has a fucking voice everywhere. Her show sold the fuck out. You can't cancel her. Like it's the only people that they you can cancel are poor working class people, you know? Can't actually well I mean we can can't like if we want to get really cool. Oh If we want to get really cool, you can. But it, like, no. Like, you can't cancel... You can't cancel a rich person. You can't... Like, you can't even really cancel a famous person. Like, we think that we can. Because, like, some of the pretend money that the bank tells them that they have goes away. But, like... Like, they'll just give them more. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Kanye's using, losing millions. Like, Elon Musk is losing millions. But, like... They'll get it back. Yeah, we'll give them, like... The government just gives them that money, you guys. Like, they don't actually earn it. Well, like, that's the other thing. Like, it's so funny to see it. Elon be anti-government subsidies, and then all of a sudden, like, no, 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 we need the subsidies. Fuck yeah, no, everybody we else. Did that. No, we did that for, like, for because I remember, like, the economy almost collapsed because there was some weird, like, government thing where, like, a whole bunch of, like, subsidies got turned off for, like, a month. And, like, like so many people were just, like, in free fall. They were like, what? <laughs> but we the can't minute, give UBI to... The minute it gets turned off, they just deflate like balloons. Like They're the innovators, though, Logan. They're the innovators that we have to keep paying money to. We can't give that money to poor people to help them innovate like and if, enrich themselves. Like, if... I don't... Like, listeners, like, if you're living in a single-wide... Or good, like, like, God bless. Like, if 
if you're living in a double wide, like, you know what I mean? Like, and you think that, like, people that, like, own companies are smarter than you or, like, worked harder than you or some shit, perish that thought. It's not true. <laughs> like, this, we have not, there has not been a self-made man in the last. Oh, uh, dude. Uh, Elon Musk doing easy. what? Three being the CEO of three companies, but still finds the time to tweet all fucking day. You know, but supposedly socialists that just tweet all day online or don't have jobs. It's weird how that works, right? Like you can, I don't know. He can work, but the other people can't. That's besides the point. All right. Next topic. I was going to go a little bit in depth on Ohio had its own speaker drama. So back in 2022, the, the Republican party got together and uh, decided that they were going to put like unofficially had elected Marin, uh, Derek Marin as the speaker of house. Fast forward to the day of the speaker election and um, the Democratic Party and 22 Republicans joined together and put in um, Jason Stevens, I believe is his name. I'm pretty sure that's right. I didn't write it down somehow, but I'm confident that's right. Um. And part of that was to kill the House Bill 6 or House Joint Resolution 6 um, along with some other things. like So the Democrats had an alliance formed with Stevens. Um, they were going to... Yeah, the move was to help stop bills like the Backpack Bill and House Joint Resolution 6. Then the Republican Party Central Committee decided to censure the gang of 22, which are the 22 Republicans that voted for Stevens because they're traitors to the Republican party because they put a Democrat in or they put a Republican. It's funny how they put a Republican that's not far enough. They're liking he's a traitor and a Democrat basically, and you can't work with him. Um, Steven said that he wants to unite the Republicans and listens to all factions of the Ohio State House, which is something I think the speaker position should do. The speaker shouldn't force the will of the, his party. I think it's a thing that speaker of the House at national and state level should be neutral. I don't know if you agree with that, Logan, but I take that motto from uh, UK a bit because I love John Burkow. And you're supposed to be neutral, but I mean, he always wasn't either, but, um, like they drop their party affiliation when they become speaker in the UK. And I think like that's commendable. That's a leader in my eyes. Cause he's not just leading his group. He's leading everybody what he's supposed to. Um, like what? <clears throat> and like, if you actually want to do something, you are going to have to like compromise and like figure out like, you know what I mean? It just, it's just the exactly just the dude. That's what I've been trying to tell people for right. fucking ever. It's like, you have to compromise. 
but it's like, no, we're going to stay steadfast in our beliefs here because that's our tribe's beliefs. Yeah. Um, the group of Republicans that backed Marin had a special meeting where they got together and discussed how what they were going to do. And they reintroduced House Joint Resolution 6, but it's probably got a new name. I don't know what the new name is. Like the new number that it's being called or whatever. That group is being called the Crybaby Caucus online. I personally prefer the Clown Caucus myself. <laughs> um, Marin's also been proclaiming himself as leader of the House Republicans, but he's recognizing Stevens as the Speaker of the House. So he's claiming that he's in charge of Republicans. We're fine, whatever. But I think Speaker of the House takes a little bit higher title myself. <coughs> um, some of the demands they were wanting, they were wanting like decentralization from the Speaker of the House position now. Yeah. Because they were like, um, they feel felt betrayed by the Gang of 22. And they were like, they don't want to have like assignment committees spots taken uh, away from them and stuff. And I really feel like they have no self-reflection there because they say like they feel betrayed, but they have no self-reflection that this is the same feeling of betrayal that Democrats and independents have when they, they deal with Republicans. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> no. And this is more, um, this is more fallout of the fact that, like, we don't have real political parties. Like, like even within... We do, like, but they're I, relatively I, the same. Like, liberals and conservatives are relatively the same well, in some yeah, respects. And, but the thing is, is, like, the, the thing that we use as signifiers for our political affiliations aren't political in nature. They're, they're usually aesthetic, or they're based on, like, affect. Like oh, it's for sure. Entirely it's 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 identity politics. It is identity really politics, but like, with your tribe, is, you know. Like you can't. But that's not actually a fucking tribe. Is the problem? Like that's not actually a tribe. Like that's like that is market incentives forcing themselves into our social dynamics. And because we've become so in like individuated and atomized, we've tricked ourselves into thinking that it is a tribe. Like your tribe is literally like the people that are immediately around you that you live with. Yeah, like, true. Or you're, like, you know what I mean? And, like, I think... I guess tribal like, politics is more what I was getting at. I get what you're saying, but we do like, have tribal politics, and it, that's what... It does separate it, families and... Yeah, other. it's not... It's tribal politics, but it's based on, like, <laughs> fake fake tribes. Yeah, yeah, like, for it's sure. Entirely, like, it, like, we've managed to create a po political division... That is fueled, um, I would say, 75% by, like, what color shirts people wear is kind of the depth of it. And then, like, 15% is, like, people with real, actual, material considerations that demand power to, to resolve. And, like, the contradictions within the party like can't be resolved because everybody's busy like trading these shibboleths that like don't mean anything because like like perfect example is like where the fuck where the fuck are uh most um 
people of color going to end up voting in this country. Like, and that's like not a, like that's a real material reason why they would fucking vote. Because like, like one party like makes overtures at sort of helping that group out. Meanwhile, they're also accepting money from the very groups that sort of have systemically like created all of these problems. Like, like the same dynamic plays itself out in the Republican Party. Like, they serve up red, be- red meat to the chuds, like a bunch of poor, toothless motherfuckers that think that, like, Donald Trump is going to make things better for them, when really all they're doing is they're serving the mining companies that fired their grandpa. Like, it's, it's all... It, like, that same dynamic plays out, like, in either party, um, the difference is that in recent memory, there was a concerted effort to do something real, uh, in the democratic party and they've never forgiven us for it. They are still like good. Look what they did to our boy. Like, <laughs> like fucking grandpa Bernie, like is just the kicked, just kicked oh, every, man. Like, three months. They're like, get out there and tell, tell how good we are, you old piece of shit. Like, and his tired ass gets up on that podium and it's just like, Donald Trump was bad, I guess. Like, I like, I don't know what more you want from me. Like, um, next thing I wanted to cover was the protecting Ohio Constitution, which is formerly House Joint Resolution Six. I'm not sure if it's gonna have the same name. Um. Brian Stewart and the Marin's group of Republicans resubmitted the bill. This time they added a requirement that there be signatures from all of Ohio's 88 counties and that they remove the curing period for any uh, signatures that may need, like, uh, cured. Uh, reasoning for the 88 counties is that it, because it affects all 88 counties and all 88, or then you should have signatures from all 88 counties. But wouldn't my thing is, is wouldn't everybody have like the whole state would have an input on it when they vote on the fucking bill. You know what I mean? Like when it's a ballot initiative, it's being put before the state as a whole, as an issue. They like to, the Republicans like to go Republicans swept statewide races. That means we won the party. Like we won the state. We're Republican state. No, you won Republican things. Maybe it's because Nan Whaley was a shit fucking candidate, you know? Like, for real. I'm just being yeah. honest. Like, yeah, you won those statewide races, races, but it doesn't mean shit. Like, because if we have a statewide election on the issues, then the whole state has an input on it then, right? By you their think. logic. But no, they don't want to when it's an issue like that versus when it's a Republican winning. It's that blind spot, man. Um, the reasoning for getting rid of the curing period is, and I quote, a lot of us don't get do-overs in our jobs. Deadlines mean something. We want to eliminate that period and say, if you want your idea on the Constitution, do it right. Get it right the first time. All right. So this whole bill is to keep special interest groups 
out of Ohio politics. Your everyday Joe Schmoll worker is not going to be able to get signatures in all 88 counties. Yeah, you're going to have a group. But guess what a group of people is called? A special interest group. Like, when they organize individual people and workers, they become a special interest group. And then they're going to push this bill. So it's like the whole thing we're fighting, it's just stupid, you know? But what kills me is, is the instead of going in the other direction to 55% in a compromise and having it so that ballot initiatives only hit the ballot in even year elections because of primaries and like actual elections that matter, like where higher voter turnout exists, um, we took it in the opposite direction. To make it harder for citizen-led initiatives to go through. Um, and I already feel like it's hard enough to get your thing on the ballot anyway. Because Dude, it has like, to go through the AG before it can like, hit the ballot, too. You know what I mean? They can just reject like, it at the AG's level. Even if, like, you do manage to get a ballot resolution through... Like, and if everybody, like, vote, they're like, okay, like, 90% of Ohioans want this... We vote yes on it. Like, Ohio Secretary of State or, like, Ohio Speaker of the House could be like, okay, we've passed it, and then they could just take it and whoop, and then just not do anything with it. Pretty much. Which is what well, they I mean, do. Look at what they did with the, the look at what they did with the fair map shit. They just completely threw a shit out the corner. Like, I was talking to you before the podcast. Like, I think there are a lot of things that we can compromise on, but this is just, like we said uh, when we briefly covered it earlier, this is just a way to prevent abortions from hitting the ballot. You know, yeah. we knew yeah. that. Yeah. And there's already a, this was the next topic. There's already a coalition that has been trying to get it on the desk of the AG by February. I don't know whether that's happened or not. Cause it's February 1st that we're recording now. That's, and then I Ohio re- way through the house. It hasn't made its way to the, the Senate yet. No, this is in Ohio still. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Ohio ballot it. initiative. It hasn't even. Ohio has a bicameral, like a state no, level. But this bicameral. is a thing that they're trying to do a bi- ballot initiative where they're, they've got to submit it with the signatures of the state off at AG. Yeah. But it hasn't even hit House or Senate yet, I don't think, in Ohio. But Ohio Right to Life and Center for Christian Value both said that they're going to fight it. And Aaron, Aaron Bayer of CCV uh, admitted the. Um, importance of making it harder to amend the state's constitution. I think I said value. I say it a lot. It's virtue. Yeah, no, that's... Like, the thing is, is, like, there's no value in making it harder for the government to do stuff. No, like, and, it, or it's, well, and there's no value in making it harder for citizens to do stuff in the yeah, name like of protecting no, them. Like, this whole, like, people, like, jerk themselves raw over this, like, idea of, like, checks and balances because they watched Schoolhouse Rock and that was the only political education they got growing up. But it's just, like, there's no actual, like, like, it's it's not a system of checks and balances on, like, like some vague idea of, of a king. It's a system of checks and balances and making sure that normal people, like, can't, like, leverage the government directly. Like, like we don't have a like we don't have a dem- direct democracy because we're afraid of mob rule, and it's just like, well, 
That's... Like the thing is, is you've just picked a, you've just, you've just carved out like a smaller chunk of the mob, and been like, okay, they can rule. Yeah, exactly. Just like, well, like, I think I'm gonna get... I really think we have the best of all systems in a way with a democratic republic where it's a mix of both. But then we just fuck it up. Like we just can't have nice things. We're not allowed oh. to have nice things. And the thing is, is like we really don't. Like, I, I want to, like, step on you, but, like, part of, like, the idea that all of this, like, mystifies us bothers me, because, like, we know how the sausage was made, because, like, all the dudes that made the sausage wrote about how fucking, how much of a hot mess it was, and how it was the best thing that they could squeeze out, like, at that time, but and, like, <laughs> how they hoped that we would improve on it. And we haven't really improved and, it too and, much. And everyone's like, no, this, like, this is a fucking turd squeezed right out of the anus of God. Like, <laughs> like, and, and, like and the people that know it, like, were like, no, this was literally like, like this guy, like really fucking wanted to keep his slaves. And like, this guy really wanted to fucking keep his business. And this guy just wanted to make some fucking money. And also like, we were worried that some farmers were going to kill us if we didn't do something. So this was the best thing we could do at the time. Like, but the thing is, is like we've managed to like build up like this weird illusion propped up by uh, probably a lot of the um, sort of largesse that we were able to build for ourselves at the turn of the century, last century, because the entire like the entire world was on fire and was buying a whole bunch of our shit and we got rich. Like, <laughs> But it was all and the thing is, is now that like, you know, we don't have as much sort of artificial nonsense propping us up. Like we're kind of sliding into like maybe an economic niche. That's a little bit more naturalistic for us. And we don't seem to be handling it very well because like, ultimately I think like generally countries that are more populous are just going to have bigger and more powerful economies just because they've got like more fucking people. Of course. Like, you know what I mean? Which means that, like, on on a long enough time frame, like, China and India and, like, fucking Russia are going to be richer than us. Just unless we, like, you know, fuck with them on purpose. Like, which, you know, here we are. <laughs> like, um, so I'm kind of going to combine a few things here because I'm going to. I think we can move some of the topics around for next week's episode too. Yeah. More abortion stuff. Um, but I was going to talk about compromise and politics cause I'm really fucking tired of this circus. Like I've, and that's kind of been the goal of the podcast too, was to bring things together. You know what I mean? Remember mm-hmm. like we said it was a psyop of unity type shit back in the day. Still want that in a way. Uh, but like, the compromises, and I think this is where I have hope in Ohio because I hope we have Russo and the Democrats working with Stevens to work as a majority and actually get some shit done. Like, Ohio move forward, I'm all for it. Like, I even quit giving a fuck about United States politics because I, I give a fuck about Ohio. I'm here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if we can get shit passed in Ohio, I'm all for it. And that's why I think, like, we want to put forth this ballot initiative 
thing to protect Ohio's constitution. I think there's a compromise there. It's 55%. That makes sense to me. It's having the ballot initiatives be on even years where there's a higher vote turnout. Yeah. And it's just like, you know what? Hey, 55% is fine. 60 is probably too much with the way that the world is right now. It is. But I can see an argument of like, well, 51% really isn't enough to do. And it's like, okay, 55 is fine. And that's what the bipartisan committee that researched this stuff agreed on. and, And 60 is too much, then 55 is fine. And that see that is that is where a um that is actual moderation right there right there that is actual moderation because you have a number yeah <laughs> you have a number that can actually be negotiated around <laughs> All right. um I and then I have here that I'd compromise on reproductive rights I really would there's uh Char- I I think I've said it before on the podcast Charlie Baker Thanks. in Massachusetts Thanks. Republican Thanks. governor. Compromised, passed, legalized, uh, protected abortion and reproductive rights for women. I think, I don't remember when it was up to. I'll post the link in the podcast thing if I can. Um, and then after the beating of Tyree Nichols, I think there's a availability to compromise on abolishing qualified immunity. I really do, or at least changes in qualified immunity. And the reason why I say that too is because while I hate him, Lindsey Graham did put forth a compromise on qualified immunity, but I don't know all the details on his compromise to it, but I feel like there's enough libertarians, Republicans, and Democrats that could probably come to some sort of agreement, even leftists for fuck's sakes, that will come to an agreement. It's not just a three-way thing. I think they could get actual policy passed on that well and it's just like the thing is is like we've basically had like video of like police officers just like hunting people for sport for like four years now yeah everybody's just been like this has got to stop you guys like yeah it's like they're out there to punish they're not there to protect and serve you know what i mean yeah like it's become obvious over the last couple years for sure all right. Um, I kind of wanted to get to those clips real quick, and then we'll call it quits after that. We're going to react to some content here. Um, How do I? There it is. Boop. So I'm not sure of this rep's name. I'm not <laughs> Russian Thaler? All right. But in this clip that we have here. Um, Look at this hot dog faced fuck. He, this is, a, <laughs> this is at a what hearing. This is a hearing. I think this is an oversight hearing where they're talking to Kyle Waters. Kyle. I don't know the deal on this though. I, I'm imagining it's uh, oversight. This isn't passing on suspension. Just says everything about my friends across the aisle that you can't condemn socialism. <laughs> I mean, in your opening remarks, you were talking about Putin, Kim Jong-un, and Z. You know what they all have in common, right? Trump. (laughs) Trump? (laughs) (laughs) North North Korea, China, and Russia? He loves Kim Jong-un. That's quite the intellectual leap. I would say communism. Uh, Would you like to... So, look, look, Logan, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it. 
peasant brain. Is Putin and Russia a communist country right now? No. Correct. They're they're a, capitalists. They're they're, they're capitalist like, kleptocracy at best right now. Best. We're getting there. At best. But they're there. There's there are maybe four open like openly socialist communist countries and even they still tend to practice capitalism. They're like they're like well no we'll work Oh, like China. Perfect way. example. China. 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 Perfect example. Like they're like. That, are, I was going to bring that up. They're, Dalai Lama calls them the Chinese Capitalist Party. Yeah. Like they're, they, they do state run capitalism and like. Not perfect, not great, whatever, but they're. I mean, you know, fuck the Soviet Union is gone. Sorry. No, it's not. Soviet Union still exists in Russia and Putin. <laughs> Those are commies, Logan. There are no there there are no Soviets. There's no Soviets to to you to Union. There was one tank invading Ukraine with a fucking commie flag. One. <laughs> I don't know if there's one. There's probably a couple more than that. Well, you know what? There is uh, there is still a communist party in Russia. I know there there's is. The op- this is an opposition, opposition party, but very party. small. <laughs> like. Um, and then it's also like I hate Maxine Walt. I don't hate her. Maxine Waters is like man to me, and these people are like, oh, the left worships her and shit. And I'm like, whatever, dude. But it's so funny to watch her dunk on this guy here. I don't know what you're asking, but let me just. The leader of the Republican Party, Donald Trump, has made often glowing, described other Ontarians like Kim Jong Un, who is condemned in the resolution. Regarding North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, Trump uh, said Kim wrote me beautiful letters, and they're great letters, and we fell in love. You sure you want to hear the rest of it? I'm an cat. <laughs> but, dude, like, I love it. Like, you know what these all have in common? They're socialists. And it's like, dude, she's right. Trump is in common with them. Like, he used to kiss up to Putin's ass. Like, there's a fucking interview with him on Fox News in 2014 where he's like, sucking that ass dude and then yeah. he, like there's a photo of him on the parallel like handshaking kim jong-un it's just ridiculous and you know man. what that was actually something that i like it was one of the few good things that i had to say about trump was him like trying to like normalize yeah like i'm fine with normalizing relations with fucking asshole countries but it's just like the way they flip the asshole countries like we're cool with it if Trump does it, but we don't want to do it if Biden does it. You know what I mean? It's it's all it's Ed Pole bullshit, like we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Same guy, huh? Yep, same guy. With his fucking Stalin. toddler haircut. And by the way, history lesson. FDR, a Democrat, would refer to Joseph Stalin as Uncle Joe when he Okay, okay. I got I want you to like stop and think about the type of guy you need to be. To think that you are going to own FDR. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to think it's like, oh, a Democrat, Roosevelt, that guy that fucking saved us during the Depression, that piece of shit. <laughs> but you Why? do have a lot of people that are on the right that hate New Deal. Like, they hate it. How? It's government overreach, Logan. 
That's the like, federal government overreach. Like the thing, like growing up, like even like con- like even conservatives had to like give it up to Roosevelt. Do you know what I mean? But they didn't. They called him a socialist and shit. Like you got this motherfucker doing right now. That's why I love the Republican Party's crazies, dude. He was trying to make this ruthless thug more palatable. FDR did get along pretty well with Stalin, though. He is correct about that. To the American people. Again, I wonder how credible that Lance uh, Whitney's tweet is right under it. Let's talk about Joseph Stalin. Uncle Joe is a tongue-in-cheek name that FDR secretly gave to Stalin when he was speaking about him with Churchill. And yes... Russia was our ally during World War II, but actually understanding in history and context clearly is beyond the scope of today's Republicans. Nobody liked Churchill. Like, come on. (laughs) And you know what? Like, I have read, I have read some of Stalin's, like, letters and stuff. Of course you have. Like, like, (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, like, like, Stalin could be funny. Like, he... Yeah, like but it's also that arm about it's him. just like, like that cognitive dissonance, though, to be like, oh, the damn Democrat was working with the fucking Russians, the ally that helped us beat the Nazis. There's such an American complex to that. Like, we won World War Two. Dude, do you know that there is a well, complex yeah, like, that most people like if you look at like um, like people that were polled. Like, right after World War II was over, they were like, oh, hey, who won the war? And everybody was like, oh, Russia. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They were just hurled. Like, Russia was like, like, I have stick. I have old gun. We will kill Nazis. <laughs> like, and they were like, they were just, just hurling bodies. At the, well, at the I run. mean, to their credit, there is something where if you turn around and get shot, if you're a deserter, yeah. there's well, something to there, that. There is, they, they say that, but then there's also stories of, like, women like being snipers and shit. Oh, like of course. Just, yeah. Dedicated. Like it was a dedicated people's army. Oh yeah. No, was. for sure. I'm not discrediting that too, <laughs> but it's funny. Like Europeans will admit that. Like, yeah. Like Europeans are yeah, like, well, yeah, Russia. Like, there's a little bit of memory about that, but like over here, like, it's like no, like, we're America. Number one. We did it all. We did it all. <laughs> all. <laughs> the war was going on forever. And then D day happened. And then it was over. Over, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> complete buffoonery. Oh, those people crack me up, though. All right, do you have the next video for the city council meeting with Rooster? So I just wanted to call, come in here and go through a couple things. I see the clock's running. This is your statement. I like this guy's shirt. Dude, bark with the freaks, dude. This is your statement on... Tyree Nichols, in Memphis, you had to look at your notes for the city. Now, I'm a writer, right? And it's about the words that you don't say as much as the words that you do say. Okay. I have no idea what this guy's about to say. I have no idea what he... Oh, you're going to love it, Logan. This guy, like, I can feel the heat. You can see him shaking. He's that mad, dude. Like, this guy's... This guy's livid. Like, because I, like... Anyone over the age of 25, like, knows what it means to be this angry. <laughs> you're like, that all of your energy is going into maintaining eloquence. Like. And in this phrase, I look at it. It's right here. I don't see the word police. 
Who beat Tyree Nichols to death? None of you have it? None of you saw the video? It was five police officers. Brother, this is what they did to you. Right here. An out-of-town suburbanite who probably lives in Union County. Doesn't even pay taxes. Doesn't live in here. Came here and Just treated you in a woman. Fucking the Dude, dude, look, but he's dude, looking... Look at these eyes. Yeah, but he, look, he's calling out this motherfucker for getting like spray this. painted by, right or not, pepper sprayed by the fucking cops, man. It's beautiful. How do you think cops like him are treating people that look like you in this city when they're doing this to you? Like, I, I don't know how to feel about that. Like, okay, like, I, I was like, hey, man. Maybe that's a little bit. You're not wrong, but maybe pull back. I understand you're mad, like, but don't, don't, don't plant your flag there. Like, just they brought you to your knees, brother, to your knees in your own city. Somebody who doesn't even live here, doesn't even pay taxes, can't even vote against you, and now you're up here about to hand them money when people are starving. I mean, I'm not trying to get all worked up. I got a minute. I'm not trying to get worked up the last time because what you don't know, I'm not drinking anymore. So I got the time for all of you. And I'm here for Shannon today. But you people, get some respect. You don't even campaign. None of you even won a real election. You got your power on the cocktail circuit. Schmoozing. Kissing ass. <laughs> it's disgusting and you want to come up here and you want to remember Tyree Nichols and you're going to let some out of pocket honky come in here and talk to you like Land this pocket, because though. you won't even say the word police you should be ashamed and I'm not walking out I want some discourse 30 seconds let's go you're turning over your time ooh <laughs> <laughs> this guy this is a can rooster can we talk to him can we get him i'm sure guy? we can talk to rooster dude i'm no, sure I'm we can have some discourse from my elected council members i want to hear you say the word police that tyree nichols got beaten to death by police just the word police that's it now go <clears throat> you have 12 seconds you have 12 seconds to so say the word police ah <laughs> <sighs> You know, I think low of you guys. I think you guys are the bottom. <laughs> Logan. just as bad as the state house This guy rules. But this guy's my hero. Thank you're you. Worse. You're worse. Thank you. Because you think you have a conscience. Thank but you. Your out time is over. Show. Yeah. yeah. My time's just beginning. Because you guys suck. And you aren't doing anything. <laughs> next speaker to come. Then next speaker to come. Daniel Columbus. <laughs> like, I, I nominated him as king. <laughs> like, just king for the year. Oh. Come before council is Dorsey Hager speaking on appointments. God damn. When you could give it to somebody else. All right, everybody. It's called the rooster. You can go and give him a follow. Oh shit. I was muted. I don't know how long I was muted for during that conversation. <laughs> Do we want? Do we want to talk? Like the thing is, is I don't know much about that case because it was literally was it? like, like so much of that shit was happening that like every time it's just like, 
Like cops raped a teenager. Cops no, shot think, a person in the back of the head. I think cops we should beat someone to death. Like I, I think we should cover Tyree Nichols next week's episode, probably, and some other things. Do a do a, do a police brutality episode. Police, and then like tie it in with some other stuff. I'll talk to you about that after.